All right, you guys, we are back with another weekly installation of the Honey Squad, and it has been a week. It has. It really has. Lucretia was trying to wax the horse, and instead she waxed her ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is always something. And it's Cookie's damn fault. It is her fault. <laughs> that trifling heifer is in heat. <laughs> trifling heifer. And I'm having a strap and diaper to her, and it's just not what I thought it was going to be. This is, I will never do this again. She's not eating. He's not eating. And I'm just over it. They're just wanting to get their dog on. But see, the last time, they just, I think what happened was either Zarian or the other one let, let them out, and they, you know, they did the thing out in the yard. Yeah. But I'm like watching, because I'm not having any more puppies. I yeah. am not going to be devastated again. Yeah. And I'm not going to be heartbroken because I have to give them away. Right. I'm not going to be heartbroken because I'm going to take them <laughs> somewhere. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm just not. I don't blame you. And so, for Sophie to come up here and take all the puppies. Well, honey, she can have every last dog on. She home. watched our dogs overnight while we were in Atlanta. And I tell you what, that is her idea of heaven. Aww. Being covered up by dogs. She should be in bed. Well, she was going to. And then she found out that she would have to put them to sleep and do surgery on them. And she's like, I can't do that to an animal. And I was just like, it's like being in war. You get numb to it. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to tell you, Brie, she's all about the dogs. Mm -hmm. Laura's dog, Barbara, she's all about the dogs. And she is the, the damn dog whisperer. She, yeah. loves, she loves them all. And honey, my thing is more power to you. Yeah. But, and I, I love, love my dogs, but I'm not a big dog owner, I guess. I know people are going to like be like, tisk, but... I don't know. I've just never been like I don't have the dog gene. Sophie's got the dog gene. I don't have a dog gene. I am a true. Well, I'm a good fish owner. I'm really great with fish. You know, I am not. <laughs> You're like I kill them damn things. I, I am. That's why I am working my way to the succulents. <laughs> if I can keep a succulent alive, then cool. I have. It's things that I've kept for well, almost two years now. So we go and see, girl. Yeah. We go. See. I killed my succulents, so. That's I, they say you don't have to water them that often, so I was just like, well, let's see about this. I'm going to tell you, I put, one, I put some out on the front porch, oh, no, I'm on the back porch last yeah. year uh, when, once I repotted them, and mm -hmm. they stayed until October. Okay. And I watered them when, the, when it rained. Yeah. <laughs> when it rained. <laughs> he said, I watered them, and by I, I mean the, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> and it rained. But, you know, they're still kicking it, so I'm just like, yeah. hey, okay. I, am, I can do succulents. <laughs> then there's somebody that... You that, got these plants in here that are doing good. I can't grow any kind of plant. I just kill them all. That is going outside. Those are going outside once it gets truly warm. Yeah. And they'll be outside in October. Yeah. So, um, when my Aunt Martha passed away last year, um, Renee gave me a peace lily. Oh, my neck was open. And I kept it alive for a year. And I was so damn proud of myself that I got it for a year. It almost died on me twice. And I got my paddles <laughs> out and it's like, <laughs> brought it back to life a couple of times. And then finally, in the end, I got busy and it died. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, you were so Mr. Peace Lily. I know. But uh, I think what happened to mine, because I, I got one when Alex's uh, dad died. Yeah. His mom gave us one. Yeah. And it was good. And then it just kept just kept going downhill right and they say you can you don't have to do much to a piece of it but apparently you do yeah you do you, you do you have to water it i, I mean obviously but <laughs> you I, have to water it a lot more than i thought you're gonna have I to know, water it i know but, but honey that one right there that i got i got from Aunt Faye, mm -hmm. and honey she kept it outside in in the garage in the one time so yeah. at least you know 
Hey, it's, it's been around for a minute. I know. She called it Rim Pal. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you guys are going to have to bear with us today because I am tired. We got back from Atlanta because we went to the Braves game last night. And that was probably about three hours ago. And I was just like, I'm going to take a nap. But then I had a bang energy that kept me just enough awake not to be able to take a nap. <laughs> oh, that's, that's horrible. You know, I worked last night. Yeah. And I had a lady to fall. Oh. It's not funny. She's got a skin tear on oh, her wrist. Oh, shit. And she's got a goose egg. Yes. It looks like a unicorn. Oh, no. And, it, you know, I sent her out. They they didn't even do anything. Her, the bandage that I, that I wrapped the arm with. Yeah. It's still there. Aw. They didn't even look at it. That's some bullshit. I know. Just let my kids know which nursing home that is so they don't put me in it. Well, no, we're going to go to the hospital. Like I said, I sent her out. Yeah. And then, because when I called the ambulance. I oh, so the hospital didn't do anything. The hospital didn't do That's anything. That's some, what hospital should go to? I don't know. Yeah. We can't say this out loud to our people. No, we can't. That's just, we'll tell you more. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you guys know, we um, have um, ambassador ads. So we do have some people who are going to be doing ad placement with us. Yay, because we get paid now. I'm excited. Yeah, so um, not this episode, and I'm not too sure when, but don't be surprised when you get an advert that comes in and says, hey, what's up? <laughs> These two ladies are some cool bitches. <laughs> Buy our shit. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> I want to because I want to be, I hope they send us free products. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I want some free anti-aging cream. Well, because I'm going to tell you, there's a podcast that I listen to, and there, she, the lady that I listen to, she does one quilt. Can I say that? Oh, anyway. I'm sure you can. Oh, well, anyway, she does one quilt. I'm like, go. I'm like, I don't want, I want that toothbrush. Yeah. I need that toothbrush. Hey, we can sponsor anything. Y'all just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We're still pushing for 99 Crimes. Hell yeah. We're wanting Snoop Dogg on our show. Or Martha. Yeah, or Martha. But today, you guys, we have got a very touchy subject that may strike a few nerves. It may not. I don't know. It depends on if you're a step, step parent and guilty of this. Yeah. Um, but it is, do you keep in touch with the stepkids after a divorce? Because sometimes we get married, we inherit our stepchildren, yeah. and that marriage don't work out, and it's what's done is done. You go your separate ways. Do you keep in touch with those kids? So, I will say the Mother Teresa of this is my mother-in-law, who is still in touch to this very day with um, her husband. He passed away, um, and he had three children, and she is still in touch with them. Um, they come to family functions. We go to their family functions. I mean, they're still like a big family. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, probably one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Um, it's something that I tried to do with my um, ex-husband's son. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it got to a point where he stopped. Like, I would message him and tell him happy birthday and say, right. how are you doing? Stuff like this, checking in on him. And um, he just got to a point where he didn't message me back. So when he stopped reaching back out, I just kind of let it lay. And I was just like, when he's ready to talk, he'll talk. Right. Um, but I would have, you know, been happy to keep him in my life. Right. On some level that he would have been comfortable with. But um, I guess I just wasn't in the cards for us. I do plan on sending him some money because he's graduating this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to send him a congratulations card because I know how bad he hated school and I know he's going to be happy to get out. Yeah. But like most boys I know these days. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yeah, I think that it's very important if you, you know, even if you don't have the best breakup, if somebody has been in your life for quite some time, I think that it is important for that child that you still keep in touch with them, you know, as fairly regularly as you can because it's not their fault that things didn't work out with their parents. Right. So, um, now with my ex-husband, he, he came home one day said he wasn't happy and just bolted. And, and it was ugly. It was really ugly. And it, I mean, we were fighting. We were having issues. But we were supposed to go to therapy that next weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, to make a long story short, not only did he abandon me, but he abandoned my children. Didn't talk to them. Didn't say, hey, da da da, da. Um, me and my kids both reached out to his son and was, you know, his son was, he said that he knew it was coming, so apparently he must have discussed it with him. Or maybe he just saw the writing on the wall where I didn't because I'm naive as hell. But, um, you know, he, I mean, completely just turned his back on my children. They had never been abandoned like that before. And that was the most cowardice thing I think a man could do to a child. Aside from the fact that he told my son that he hated him when he was like in the second grade. Oh yeah, he did some nasty shit. But, um, I do think that in his case, I could see why he wouldn't reach back out. So, he never reached back out to Xander after Xander sent him a message like, why would you leave us like this? Because Xander truly loved him. Mm -hmm. And he truly looked at him as a father. And I don't know if he knew what an impact he had on my son. Even though he didn't like my son, he, my son still loved him. And will still on occasion get upset wondering why he just left like that. Right. I mean, it's fucked up. It is real fucked up. Yeah. So, um, at some point, Sophie and I had gone to church and we had heard a, ser heard a sermon on forgiving people. And it's not for them, it's for you. Right. And it doesn't matter if they think that, you know, you have some kind of power over, or they have some kind of power over you or you're giving them some kind of an advantage. That's not the case. It's for you. It's to get that burden off your shoulder. So, I didn't know Sophie was doing it. She didn't know that I was doing it. The same weekend... We both sent him a message like, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know. I appreciate all the good times that happened, but I do need to let you know. I do forgive you for what you did to us. Right. And Sophie said, sent the exact same thing. Well, he never responded to me, but he did respond to Sophie. And then he continued to respond to Sophie. And Sophie was just like, I wasn't trying to open a yeah. line of communication with him. She was just like, I'm still hurt that he, you know, did this to us. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I can't forgive him for what he did. Right. And so, anyways, he kept, you know, he on occasion would, you know, ask her if she wanted to go to dinner, and then she just stopped replying to him. Right. And, um, you know, one of the things that he said um, to a few people was, like, he really did miss my daughter. And my daughter was just like, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't have done what you did. You know, we're collateral damage, and you should have thought about that before you did it. Right. But just because I forgave you doesn't mean that I still want to be in your life. Right. So, she quit responded to him, and then... Now he goes up to, and he just goes up there to get pizza, but I think once a week he goes up to where her fiance works, mm -hmm. which I hate the form of fixing to close it down, but he still goes up there and asks about Sophie. I think that it's nice that he asks about her, but I think that he doesn't fully realize the damage that he did. Right. But even somebody who abandoned three people still is curious and wanted to reach out. But... Kind of think that's a little fucked up. I think it's fucked up too, because I'm gonna tell you, even when and Darian is my child. Mm -hmm. Darian rides. He's he's loyal. Mm -hmm. He's riding with. He's gonna always ride with his mama. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry, even if his mama was wrong, he's gonna ride with his mama as he should. Cause like 
I know whenever I was having problems before, whenever he would try and reach out to Darian mm-hmm. or he would call him, Darian would just ignore him. Yeah. Even the last time, you know, when we had really broken up, he was like, I tried to call Darian, but he's not answering. Darian's not going to answer. In yeah. fact, Darian blocked you. Yeah. Darian blocked you. There's a reason why you're going straight to the voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, because they didn't have that relationship. Right. One. But I think it's just messed up if it, if they would have had that relationship because, you know, now that he's gone, yeah, you know... But what if they were really close? Like, what if he'd been in his life for a while and they were really close? I would have a problem with that. I would really have a problem with that because if you, if he had been in Zarian's life for five, ten, half Zarian's life, mm-hmm. and then he just abandoned Zarian, I would have a problem with that because even in the past, I have no problem with anybody communicating with Zarian because mm-hmm. Zarian is a loving person. Zarian. Like I said, he's gonna ride with his mama, but if you had a great relationship, mm-hmm. he's not gonna he's not gonna take you know ride with me on that part because we don't we don't rock. Yeah. Because if they had a great relationship, Darian would still want to keep in contact. Darian would send messages, but you know, but that doesn't affect me. That yeah. affects Darian, mm-hmm. and I don't like that because when you leave my son, because then it puts him to wonder what will walk up. I haven't heard from this person. Oh, welcome. You know, she's not here. She is not talking to me. Yeah. And see, that's where it is funky because there were a few that Zarian, you, he just didn't, he just didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there was one he was, he, he asked about. Yeah. Well, fun. I mean, but at the time, you were small enough that you didn't have a phone. Yeah. So why would they reach out? Reach out, yeah. Yeah, but you have a phone. You have Facebook. Yeah. You're, you know, people that I used to date, you know, we're, we're still friends on Facebook. Yeah. You know, you can see my son. You can send him a message. You can say, hey, what's up, man? What's up? Mm-hmm. But you, you choose not to. Yeah. But then me as a mother, it pisses me off. Yeah. Because my son truly looked at you in some type of a way yeah and then you just kind of kicked them to the curb yeah and see I think that's the thing that I love so much about Renee is because you know um her husband passed away and that was such a horrible thing for all of them to experience right and she wanted to keep their lives as normal as she could now a divorce is not the same thing as a death but it is not it's still a death of a relationship. And right. so the kids still should have some sort of normalcy. And I applaud any woman who can keep a child in their life like things never stop. Right. Because that is, um, I think somebody that could turn their back on a child like that is horribly selfish. I do too. And doesn't give a shit about anybody but themselves because they are not thinking about a child. They are not. And um, you, if you can't stop to consider a child's feelings that you had in your life, for a certain amount of time. That's a child that you claim that you love. Yeah, exactly. Then what is that telling them? That they're trash. I know. That they're replaceable. They and that people don't really love you that say that they love you. I know. And that hurts. It does. It hurts a kid. I mean, I had, um, it wasn't because my parents never got divorced, but I had an uncle that um, was, well, he was like a great uncle, I guess. Yeah. But um, he was really close to our family for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, he just disappeared and went off the rail. 
didn't say anything to anybody, but he was still keeping in touch with the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what's wrong with us? And when I would reach out, I wouldn't get shit back. Or like, you know, I would get like maybe quick answers or, you know, when I saw them, they were like super excited to see me and acted like it was a big deal. But then after they saw me, it was just like, I'm dead to them again. And it's just like... I don't think people understand how that that's also a, a form of abandonment. It is a form of abandonment. And, you know, Kelly, I never, and that's the thing, I never want Darren to feel like he's abandoned. Yeah. And I and I hate that Darren feels like he was abandoned. Yeah. Because, you know, like you said, he was close to this person. He did look at him as a black teacher. Yeah. And so why would you do them that way? Yeah. Why would you not think of that child? Because just because you two have issues doesn't mean that, that yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, the, the, the kids have issues. Yeah, I mean, we had some tumultuous times with my stepson, but I still wanted to be there for him if he needed me. Right. And I told him like one of the last things I said to him was like, no matter what happens in this world, if you ever need me, right, I will always be here. You know what? And you know what? I guess I'm being. I guess. And I'm gonna tell you, I think Kelly, I, I have double standards, and and I'm and I'm gonna say this for myself because I'm gonna tell you why. Because um, well, Alex's daughter, um, I told you I love her, mm-hmm. but then she she started acting weird. Mm-hmm. So then I just backed up. Yeah, I pumped my brakes. Yeah, because I'm gonna be the same with you every time you see me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stray. I'm not gonna falter. I'm gonna be the same person when you know when you you need me. I'm here. Just, you know. Yeah. And we were close. I thought we were close. Yeah. But then when she started acting funny, then I backed up. But then I haven't heard from her since. Yeah. Since. Your situation is different, though, because you don't want to open that door. And she is grown. She's not a kid. You're right. I mean, I don't. So I don't think that that's double standard. I think that's a a different situation. Because if you open that door up, it could potentially let that person back in your life that does not need to be in your life. You're right. So because it's it's okay to wonder about her, I think, and like keep up with her on Facebook or whatever in your own way. But like she's not a child; she knows what's going on. You're right. I just felt I felt bad because you know when things ended the way that it did. Because like I said, regardless of what all me and him, mm-hmm. I still love her. Yeah. But you know, you gotta you gotta want you're you're right. You're grown. You gotta you want to try. You want to have to try to nurture a relationship. Right. But with her being grown, she could put that work in too. A kid doesn't know to put that work in. You're a kid right. feels like, you know, I'm a child. This person has to, but they're okay. So take, this is, um, this is the reason why we're having this podcast tonight. I have got a friend who, um, their son, um, let me see if I can get the story right because I don't have it written down. I'm, I'm going to try not to screw this up because I always tell a story wrong the second time. Okay. So anyways, this woman's son, um, was really close to, um, her, ex her I guess her ex-husband's wife mm-hmm. and they split up okay and um like I mean he'd known her for so long like so so long and not like his whole life but for most of it mm-hmm. right and so anyways um one day he was you know talking to his mom and he was just like how come I don't ever hear from said person anymore but now it's not to use names so I can't give anybody the tea today sorry but um, he was like, how come I don't, you know, ever hear from them anymore? And she was just like, I don't know. I mean, have you tried talking to them? And, I mean, he calls, he texts. And it's just like, you know, short answers. Like, you know, maybe kind of holding the carrot in front of him, keeping him there. Right. Like, acting like that person still cares about him. 
but when in fact is that person's not thinking about him at all like they're doing the bare minimum like it doesn't matter right and so um not long ago um he found a whole bunch of pictures of him that he had never seen before and he asked where those pictures came from and um the mom was just like well you know this person sent the pictures back you know because I guess they were trying to, you know, give them back to us to have. And he was just like, well, why wouldn't they want those pictures of me anymore? Like, didn't I mean something to them? I think that's shitty. Yeah. I think that is a shitty person. That kid was heartbroken. Absolutely heartbroken because they felt like, did I never mean anything to you? Was I nothing to you? I, I know that I wasn't yours. But if, you, if you're if you a if you're a stepmom, mm-hmm. they technically are. Yeah, because you know this kind of ties back into what we were talking about last week. You, it's hard to treat them all like they're your kids, but you've got to kind of treat them like they're all your kids. You, do. you can't differentiate. You cannot. I mean, so for me, like if something were to happen to CJ, I would definitely stay in touch with all of the kids as much as I could, or as much as they would let me, or as much as they would want to be in my life. I would want right. to be at every single game, whatever I could be at. I would be there for right, just because I love those kids, and it would hurt me to not have them in my life anymore. And you know what? And I'm going to tell you, I think it would hurt Zarian because you and Zarian are close. Mm-hmm. And and I would never, Kelly, would, I never would want to keep tracking Zarian away from you because mm-hmm. Zarian does love you. Yeah. And, you know, even with Zarian's previous stepmom, when they were divorcing, I've always told her and made her, you know, aware. Aware that, you know, at any point in time, you can come get him. You know, you can do anybody in Zarian's family. You can stay in contact with him as much as you as, as much as you want. You yeah. can get him, call him. Just because you know you guys were divorced, and doesn't mean that it, it doesn't mean anything. Because yeah. he and I mean, she had the same example that I have with CJ's mom. Right. Yeah. Right. Because even even then, it's still the principle of it. Yeah. You you have the opportunity, but it's what you choose to do. Right. Right. Well, I think, so in my daughter's situation, I do think that he loved my daughter Mm -hmm. because he didn't have a daughter. But I do think that because I do know him, I don't think that it's because he wants to stay in contact with her. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything I put on Facebook is for the most part public. So if you wanted to, you know, Facebook stalk me, He seriously could know what's going on because I don't hide anything from anybody because I don't give a fuck who sees my Facebook. Right. But, of course, you know, being a real estate agent, you kind of have to make most things public anyways. You really do. But um, I don't think that, like, his intentions are the same as mine. Mm-hmm. Mine's out of a, you know, you were like my son for a while. I do want to keep up with you. I do love you. I do want you to be okay. Right. So, um, I do think that, like, my mother-in-law, she, you know, still to this day keeps up with all of her stepchildren like she does her own kids. She does. Because it's funny because you have... But it's because she loves them like her children. Yeah. She, she treats them like her children. They are also her children. Yeah. And I think that's a wonderful freaking thing. And I don't understand why more people can't be like that. I don't know. Because I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you at first, Kelly, I was like, why does she do that? At first, because I didn't understand it. Yeah. Because this was this was be- this was me before kids. Yeah. And before kids, I was like, I don't I don't understand why she you know she still was has these relationships. But then I 
you have to realize, like you said, it wasn't a product of divorce. This was, you know, somebody passed away. Somebody passed away. Yeah. And you know, they were there, you know, they were a family. So yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But you know, and I feel just because you divorce, it, it you're still family. Right. Well, I mean, you kind of are in a lot of ways, especially depending upon how much time you spent with that family um, or spent as a family unit. I mean, I think three years, you might be able to understand that just a little. I mean, that might take even more special of a person. I'm sure it's happened. Um, but, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years and up. Yeah. That's a long time to spend with a child and then just to, you know, turn your back on them like they didn't mean anything to you. I know. And for that child to see it and feel it and, you know, not really want to talk about it, but talk about it enough to make it known that it does bother them. Yeah. So she asked me, what do you think I should do? And I was just like, I think that you should tell your child to reach out to them and ask them, hey, did I do something wrong? Is there a reason why you're not really talking to me that much anymore? Because you were in my life for a very long time. Just want to know what's up. Right. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. I doubt it will happen. I think that it'll get to a point where as that child gets older, they're going to see that person for who they really are. I think so. And it'll affect everybody that's still around that person. But let me ask you this. As a mother, do you really want to open up that can of worms with the other person? Um, I, me personally, I don't. Oh my, it's no. Because you know, it's better. It's better for me that he's not a part of our lives at all, right? Because we're like happier than we've ever been, right? And we've got we're on this path of you know, like you can't promise happiness to anybody because they're struggling in the world. But we're on the happiest path we've been on since my parents passed away. I got you. So, no, for me, it would not be a benefit to our lives at all, especially with all the pain that was caused. But, you know, I just don't understand why he, why he would reach out to Sophie and not Xander. Uh, because he never liked Xander. And the thing that sucks was Xander did everything he could to get close to him. He learned how to cook because he liked cooking. He started watching the shows that he liked because... He wanted to have something in common with him that he could do with him. He even talked about, you know, drawing cab one day and doing stuff like that because he wanted to have something in common with his stepfather because he looked at him as a father. And so he literally tried to change himself and who he was. And I feel like in a lot of ways, being on the outside, looking in now, looking back, I think that kind of bolstered up his ego. So the more he pushed him down, the more he would bolster his ego yeah. by trying to be like him. And he basically just mind-fucked him for six years. And and it works. I mean, I look at this child, or he's not a child anymore, he's a teenager, but I look at this kid who's trying to work out in his head why somebody who was supposed to love him hated him. Yeah. And treated him the way he did. So, yeah, in our situation, what's done is done. What's gone needs to stay gone. Right. And never come back. But if it were a situation where he and my children truly loved one another... And, um, and I know this is like utopian bullshit that probably very rarely ever happens, but unless you're Renee, <laughs> but, um, if it were a different situation where we all, you know, it was just me and him that couldn't work it out, mm -hmm. then I would definitely want him to stay a part of their lives right. if they loved him and, you know, he loved them and 
they had a wonderful relationship, but we just couldn't get our shit together. That's different. That's true. But, you know. But then, if that were the case, and he didn't, and he just kind of like did the very best he could, well, didn't do the best he could, just like half-assed it and hurt the kids and stuff like that, then I would be like, yeah. nah, bitch, you're in or you're out. You were in or you were out. In or you out. And see, that's my thing is, that's what I told my friend. I was just like, she can't really go and talk to this other person because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she could because it's her child. She could go and say, look, my child's hurting because of what, you, what you've been doing. Yeah. You're either in or you're out. And if you're out, stay out. Don't act like, you know, when it's convenient for you, that they're still a part of your life. Is it a Facebook relationship, girl? That that that, that they're that she's trying to portray that everybody that she's in. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So on occasion they do see each other, and um, on Facebook it's like nothing bad ever happened. And so that's why when the kids found these pictures, they're just like, but I thought they loved me. Why would they do that? This person really needs to do some self-examination therapy. Therapy. I mean, I. But you know, I bet you this person. Doesn't know. Doesn't realize. Well, you know, maybe she knows. Maybe she knows. I will tell you, there are people in this world, and we all know somebody like this, who leaves the biggest path of destruction because they're a victim. Oh. And it always starts with victims. And so me and CJ have been listening to this guy, and I cannot think of this Jordan something. Most women don't like him, and it's bullshit. Because I'm telling, I'm not a feminist. Mm-hmm. I lo- I'm, I'm a girl's girl, mm-hmm. but I am not a feminist because I'm sorry. People say, you know, we should be the head. We should be the head. Y'all, we are the neck. The neck turns the head. The head can't turn without a neck. Our job is way more fucking important. Get off your high horse. Like we already have a horribly important job. So let's let's not, you know. I, I'm, that's another podcast for another day. Because I can totally go down a fucking rabbit trail with that one. But um. Yeah, I think that um, people who start off or live their lives as, with a victim mentality and think that, you know, oh, every, the world owes me something because I've gone through so much. Everybody does too. They want everybody to come to them, but they don't feel like they should have to go to anybody else because it is all about them. Everybody goes through something every day. Yeah, oh, I need to find this guy's name so you can listen to him. Jordan something. I'll post it in the link so you guys can all go and listen to him. He says some pro, uh, prolific, 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 prolific. <laughs> We're drinking wine again today. Guess what? No shocker there. No. I knew it was shocker. prolific, but you know, prolific sounds good too. I like prolific because it's like you know putting the condom on top of the stupid people. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, he says some like deeply meaningful things about victimization. And how there are some people who can go through so much in their lives and have so much shit thrown on them and they still get up, live their life, they're happy people, they don't dwell on the shit that they've been through. I'm gonna point at myself for a minute and I'm not like trying to like, you know, puff out my chest or anything. But I mean, God, I don't consider myself a victim to my circumstances. I have been in a shootout. I watched a woman, a pregnant woman die on my steps when I was 11 years old in my house in Atlanta. No parents home. Um, stopped her four-year-old um, daughter from bleeding to death who got shot in the crossfire. Um, that was fucking traumatic as hell. I mean, when a car backfires, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up because that's the first thing I think of is watching that because I watched him shoot her. Right. Um, I took care of my grandmother when nobody would come and help me take care of my grandmother when she died. 
that was pretty shitty. Watching both of my parents die with no help was pretty fucking shitty. Um, I mean, my first relationship with my first husband and the trauma that came out of that, the trauma that came out of my second husband. I mean, CJ's always just like, I don't see how you have gone through so much and you don't act like a fucking basket case. And it's just like, because it's a circumstance. Things happen to us in our life. We have to move on from those things. We can't dwell on it because what's, where, where are we going to go? We're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to sit on our ass at home and cry because we've had a hard time. Fuck that shit. No, we're going to move on yeah. and we're going to live our lives. And yeah. I'm sorry, in my opinion, I feel like I'm being a good example to my children by saying, hey, shit happens. Life goes on. We have to do the same thing. Exactly. And I feel like that it's the people who are the victims. Like, I don't wait for people to come to me. I go to them. Right. And when it comes to children, you can't wait for a child to come to you. They are a child. They don't even understand their own emotions. Mm-hmm. It's like 23 when your frontal lobe finally comes together and you, you know, can make somewhat decent decisions, even though you still probably won't until you're about 33. But still. Men, 43. Yeah, 43, exactly. But, um, I mean, that's that's the whole problem with all of it, is you can't sit there and expect a child to come to you, and then when you find out that there's all these problems, oh, they should have said something, I don't know. No, they shouldn't have said something. You should have done something. Right. You shouldn't have been half in, half in, out. You should have been all in or all out. Right. And if you're going to be all out, then if you see them, turn the other way. Don't let them see you. Or better yet, just be cordial. Yeah. And keep, you know, hey, how are you doing? And leave it at that. Right. But don't be like, whenever you see each other. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Or mm-hmm. when you're at a gathering, you want to take photos. Right. And post to your storyline to make your storyline look good. Yeah. Or to your Instagram to make your story, you know, to make your things. Or your Snapchat. Yeah. You know, I haven't been on Snapchat in God knows how long. I haven't either. Xander posted something on Snapchat. Rev turn real quick. Zab- Z- Zab- Xander posted something on Snapchat the other day, and he showed it to CJ, and I don't even know what it was, but CJ and I, we got hot and heavy serious. We got off of our Snapchats mm-hmm. because that's the danger zone. Because, man, I tell you what, I told, I told everybody, all the penis pictures that have been sent to me on Snapchat... If I screenshot that shit, I would have a vision board of every single penis size any girl would ever want to choose from. I could hook you up by penis. Girl. Chose I have never had, I've never had nobody send me dick pics. I was going to have to dick pics through snack, but they just sent through my, through my text message. Damn that. Oh, I was about to say you had never got one. I'm like, you have never got I wish I hadn't gotten any. Because I'm just like, What? I've been talking to you for two days, and you're going to send me a picture of your wiener. Um, put that up. It is not time. When did you get two days? Girl, I used to get it with the neck within the, the first day. I guess because, I don't know, maybe because I wasn't acting that interested. So, like, maybe this will make you interested. Now I'm really not interested. Thanks. I know. But you're right. When they send it to you after two days, yeah. you're going to send me pictures of you. I mean, I don't give a shit about that. that that's the thing now is everybody wants pictures. Can you send me a picture? But then think about it. If you really, seriously, before you send me a dick pic, make sure your shit's big. I'm sorry. Do something with yourself. I'm sorry. Make sure it's going to give me something that I'll be like, girl. Somebody asked me, to, they sent me a picture of their dick one time. They asked me to send me a picture back and I sent them a picture of my dog's asshole. You know what? I'm going to tell you. I was just like, I'm telling you, if you want a picture, I'll send you pictures, but none of them are going to be of me. You know what? Do you, did you, this is true retro. Do you remember seeing this thing on Facebook where this lady was sending, uh, she was, she had, it was some type of scam where she had supposedly met you, she meets the person and she's like, I'm sorry. 
Uh, Thought you were somebody else? Yes. Yeah. That chick. Mm-mm. What does she do? It's where she starts. She says, you know, I'm sorry. Hey, this is Julie. I'm just making this name. Hey, this is Juliana. I met you the other night. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to meet up with you, but I'm free now. Um, what are you doing? And so then you were like, well, this is not Ted. And yeah. she was like, well, you know what? Hi. Uh, well, what are you doing? Because I've still got the, I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. But so we did this. We did this one day because it came to me mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm sorry. This is not that person. She was like, well, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? I'm like, ma'am. And one of my coworkers was just like, play along. So I'd be like, I'm 93 year old woman. My name is Gertrude and I'm using my jitterbug phone and I don't know if I'm texting <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But no, what I did was we were like, she was like, just, she was like, she said, shit, she said, boo pitch. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? Itty bitty titty? But anyway, uh, she and I was like, what do I do? I don't have any dick pics. She was just like, just Google it. Just Google big black cock. <laughs> That's always my favorite um, Cars Against Humanity card to get. I know. Like, I can't wait to lay that one down. <laughs> so I Googled it and sent it to her. Yeah. And then they're like, mom. He was looking at my phone. Mom, do you want to talk about this picture? I said, Zary, if you look at it, there is nosy. Yeah. That's nobody's that we know. Yes. I said, if you could look from where I was trying to screech to try and crop it, yeah. you could tell where I had uh, edited and there was some yellow stuff all over. <laughs> 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 I should do something like this because I yes, don't know. You should. <laughs> Zary's like, really? I said, Zary, and I, and I, and I was telling Zary, he's like, I don't like you, Mama. I would have tell you. Tell, tell me, there's Tyrone, and he could be like, you better call Tyrone, call him. So she was like, she's like, come meet this. She was like, I don't want my dad to find this out, but uh, so you can follow me on this website. She had her own personal website. Oh, uh, so is it like a OnlyFans thing? I think where so. Where they're trying to get money? I think so. Man, I would love for them to. Send me something because I would have so much fun with that. Okay, so sorry we had to take a brief interlude because we're having co-parenting kid issues. (laughs) Somebody has charged almost $2,000 to our credit card for PlayStation games. (laughs) So we're like... What the fuck? I forgot what the girl. I know, right? Okay. So, we are talking... We're This is going to be a short one, y'all, because my phone's about to die anyways. But we're talking about, um, you know, staying in touch with the stepkids. So, I will say real quick, because um, we are going to have to wrap it up because my phone is about to die. Um, we obviously need donations for our podcast so we can have better equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to pay this damn credit card off now. Shit. <laughs> On next week's podcast, we will be talking about allowing your children to use your credit card for PlayStations. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, no, we're talking about, you know, staying in contact with stepkids. So, honestly, I don't think that it's a requirement. Mm-mm. But I think that if you are going to do it, you need to do it. And you need to be about it. You're right. You don't need to half-ass it and do it when it's convenient for you. Because if you're still wanting to be in, in that child's life, 
you still have a hand in, in some ways, not raising him, but being there for him. And if you're not going to be all in, then you're out. Right. Because that kid knows when you were not there for them and they act out. Yeah. And it hurts them. And kids don't know how to handle their emotions. It's like somebody who is a mute and doesn't know sign language and needs something. They don't know how to tell you they need it. So, and I kind of feel like it's the same way with kids. So, what are your thoughts? I agree. Because if if you don't know enough to tell me, hey, mom, I want to know why Ted no longer talks to me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I thought me and Ted had a great relationship. Then, you know, if, or you don't want, well, it may be because if you look at me, I might just go ham. Yeah. And be like, why can't he don't talk to my yeah, because if, if, if it was a, a, a great relationship. Yeah. But, you know, maybe you just, you just don't know how to voice it. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, I just think, honestly, so my advice for said parents is um, just take them out of the kid's life. I agree. In or out. In or out. Because if you ain't going to be in, then somebody has to make that decision and the kid doesn't know how to make it. But, um... And I think as the parent, like, we can start up drama, which sometimes feels amazing. Because when you hurt because your kid's hurt and you want the other person to hurt, yeah, yeah. But also, too, it's just like silence is power. It is. And I'm telling you, when there are those people who are, like, you know, life ruiners, who just tear through life like a fucking hurricane ruining everybody's life here and there and everywhere, then when you shut them down and you give them silence, that hurricane stops. Yeah. It might not for them. It might be worse for them. That chaos might really take over their lives. But for the person who's being affected by them, they don't have to worry about that hurricane no more. I know. You know what? Maybe, hopefully in life, it teaches the kids a lesson. Yeah. You know, they remember the hurt that they felt. Then maybe then they will, you know, project it on. Because if you think about it, Kelly, you know, we were talking, I was, and I got, we're, it's, we got so much to talk about now. I know. <laughs> but, but I feel like that's why I never introduced a whole lot of men to Zerian because I didn't want Zerian to be yeah. attached. Right. I didn't want him to have those attachments. Right. Me, those attachments. Yeah. And we've talked about that before, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you're... Yeah. If, you know, if you know we're married and it's a great relationship, then by all means... Right. I, I want you to. I want you to keep that communication. Because if you did have a great relationship, then you can continue. It, it doesn't yeah. have to do anything. It doesn't have to do anything to do with me. But it's up to that person. Right. All right, y'all. Well, this is the Honey Squad. We are going to go ahead and wrap it up because we have got some shit to handle as co-parents. But we will see you next week. Next week, guys. Honey Squad's out. <laughs>